Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Get Em On Side, the round nine edition on the way. Sean, all right, it's just you and me today. Yeah, it's a two-man band. Where is the great Well, band? it's funny you mention that, Sean, because we wake up to headlines, the Stuart McGill was kidnapped <laughs> and, Sh- and Joel Kane isn't here. Oh. <laughs> so live on the run, here is Joel Kane. Good morning, Joel. Stuart, 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 Stuart. How are you, gentlemen? What's doing? No, not much. Up here at the beautiful Hunter, I believe it's raining down there in sunny Sydney, so Mm. uh, just relaxing. My wife and I might play a bit of golf, got the golf polo on ready to go, so um, how good is opposite life, hey? <laughs> Joel Costanza. So, what, hang on, what are you yeah. doing? So, you've actually just got to... Co- I love how he says, oh, it's raining down there in Sydney. Look how miserable it looks above you <laughs> with all the black <laughs> clouds. But, but honestly, uh, just a couple of days R&R? Yeah, just taking it easy early in the week, uh, Dan. So, um, just sort of reward myself with my splendid tipping. And as I said, <laughs> I was going to tinker, tinker with my model at the line, and I thought, nah. It's that bad. It's bloody good. So had an uh, opposite. Had an week. opposite. Joel go. How did he go? Yeah, uh, five, five from five from seven with one push. Oh, yeah. that's a fantastic weekend. Airborne. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Uh, we'll just keep doing that, boys, until it lets us down. Okay. Um, I assume Sean that Joel was in Warrnambool because all mm. any time every twelve seconds is a new sports bet um, story on Instagram from Warrnambool. They're obsessed with that Rick McIntosh uh, commentator. Yeah, he's got his own statue but now. It sounds like a fantastic mm. time. Not not from the recent posts, but every year people go down to the ball and they just absolutely yeah. have a, well, a blinder. We, we've spoken about a get them on side um, end of season trip or even a mid-season trip perhaps. We've spoken about Vegas, but I think maybe Warrnambool's the way to go. Why is Warrnambool, of all the country carnivals, Joel, what makes the – have you been? What makes it so special? Uh-huh. I think there's a lot of things about it. The fact we call it the bull is something that makes it quite affectionate. Um, seriously, how good's the bloody bull? That's his, <laughs> that's his saying, Rick McIntosh. And well done. So sports better, Shorty's referring to at one of the local pubs here. They've knocked up a statue in Rick's honour. So well done there. Rick was there to, for the unveiling as well. But I, I don't know. I think that there's something that when I retire one day, and it doesn't really work for us, Dan and Sean, as far as the football season is concerned, but mm. like I've got a heap of mates going out to Wagga this weekend for the mm. Wagga Cup. Um, I'll be just all over that. When <laughs> when I retire, and I've said this to Kobe, my wife, and we're out here at the Colburn in the Hunter Valley, and uh, as soon as I retire, I'll be going to the Scone Cup, the Wagga Cup, the Goulburn Cup. Uh, I think it's just they, they put on a great show. Mudgy, uh, list goes on. I think I think the thing about the bullies, it attracts a, a, a lot of uh, let's say like-minded individuals. So it's midweek, so you don't get the well. It's a sausage. It's going to be a sausage. It's factory. a sausage fest, right? Okay, fine. But it's they're all. Everyone loves a punt. Good. Everyone loves a drink. Good. You know, there's a, there's a few vices floating around. You're the, the describing, crowd. and I don't mean to piss on this one, but you're describing the anti-spring carnival, anti-Everest crowd, anti-Derby Day crowd, anti-Instagram uh, crowd, mm. and all that. Well, not a not pure, a pure, pure. A they're, pure they're crowd. They're all purists. It doesn't get the it doesn't get the the, the girls doled up, you know, to the nines and that. It's all about the, it's all about the racing, the punning, and the drinking. And I've and did you say it was three days? It's a three day carnival, Tuesday through Thursday. So the general um, state of play is you you make the trip down from from Melbourne Tuesday morning, day of the races, go to the Whalers, which is a local pub that night. Then you're back up on the Wednesday, go to the track Thursday, then maybe home Thursday night. But wow. I. I managed to see uh, three races on the on the Wednesday. Might have <laughs> might have got a little bit too excited on the Tuesday night. Didn't have much sleep. Did make it to the track, but only 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 saw three races before I had to return. And to three that. days of racing in a row. Yeah, that's designed yeah. to break mm. you. Mm. Excellent. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Jolie's not there, but let's. Not me. <laughs> no, no, no! I mean at the bull. I mean at the oh, bull. Oh yes. Uh, no. But let's let's do Bambi, shall we? Because I think I know where we're all going. Uh, Joel, do you want to kick us off here? Uh, you mightn't even have one. Uh... No, I have. Okay. I have, gentlemen. I have. And um, I know what path you're going to be going down. So you're going to go down the path of the cricketers, I think. Well, a specific so, point of it, yes. Yes. So what I'm going to go down the path of, gentlemen, we've, we've bumped into a conference here, and and this is 
targeting all those in meetings, whether it's Zoom meetings, when you get to the end and they ask the questions, I'm targeting those people who they don't really give a stuff about the question. They're asking the question just to hear themselves and they're holding up a stack of people. We, we all know these people. If you're one of these people, please stop. Just please stop for the betterment of people. You're wasting their time. What, what do you think, gentlemen? I think we've addressed this before, haven't uh, we? And it is a serious mm, issue. Mm. It is, And it always happens... If it's an hour meeting or plan to be an hour meeting, it's always in the last 12 minutes that you can guarantee that the people that don't that feel like they haven't contributed or haven't contributed anything feel like they just need to make their presence felt. Mm. Yeah, see a lot of it in uh, certain types of the corporate world, maybe. Do you, Dad? Mm. In your mysterious job, perhaps? Well, maybe, when I'm actually doing <laughs> Have you been guilty work. of this? No, 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 no. Well, maybe. Depends who's in the room. Uh, I'm going to go down this path now. The cricket is an obvious, easy one. Um, but I'll just say this. this paragraph, These paragraphs came out before it really hit the fan. So the day that the cricketers were basically told, you can't come home. The decision and threat of jail time has alarmed the 30-plus Australians at the IPL and many feel abandoned. You could understand that. Some are exploring avenues to isolate overseas at the end of the tournament with suggestions they'll attempt to hire a group of villas within the UAE. (laughs) Next paragraph. Michael Slater, a commentator at the tournament, had been trying to get out of the week and eventually found his way to the Maldives. Now, you can't win a PR battle once that... I'm sorry, Michael. I've worked with Michael. I like Michael. And that's not a qualifier because I actually genuinely like him and I get his frustration. But when you're potting the PM from the Maldives, is that how you say it? Mm. The Maldives, the Maldives. You can't. You, the PR battle is gone. It's over. It's done. You've got to understand, particularly Slats, who's been. I don't know, he's away, so he probably doesn't understand. Um, the, you know the feeling, the sentiment here, and he's right in the middle of COVID, the COVID, you know, world at the moment. But, Shawnee, I just can't imagine a scenario in which slats can come out looking good when you are having a crack. At the, to say blood on your hands, too. Oh, a bit much. Ridiculous. A bit much. R- whose blood? Yours? <laughs> like, uh, whose blood? Now, now I feel genuinely sorry for Indian Australians, Australians who are over there who can't come home. But it is the same. I don't want to get down the political avenue. But this, this government, <laughs> if they had the same policy for China and for South Korea last year, but, geez, they're bad at PR. Mm. Talking about PR and slats and the Maldives. Now, they're bad at the PR, the government. They had the same we'll send you to jail policy a year ago, but here they decided, oh, let's actually let's actually uh, announce that. It just comes down, we said it last week with uh, Chris Lynn, I think it was, read the room. <laughs> like, that was all going to plan for slats until he had to drop that he's sipping a pina colada in the, in the Maldives somewhere, you know? Just read the room. We understand you had to go over there for work, whatever. It was all going swimmingly. Just just pick your battles. Mm. All right. So there we go. There's a Bambi. And I think a predictable one for us. Mm. Um, what's doing, I, Joel? I, Hang I, on, Joel. I, what's doing, Joel? Can you just sit just, there? Just surveying the area. Sorry, mate. Now, now, thank you. Now, here's my, here's my Bambi. Joel? <laughs> this bloke on screen. If you're only listening to the audio of this, do yourself a favour. Get KO. Get on YouTube. Yeah. It's like I'm on a FaceTime call with my grandma with some of these angles. All, all we're seeing is half an eye of, yeah. <laughs> of Joel <laughs> Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Stop. Dear. He's in the Hunter Valley, so he's, uh, he's probably had a few Shirazes last night. Might be. No, well, it is no, 10 no, o'clock no, no. in the morning. I'd hope he wasn't uh, under the influence. <laughs> All no, right. negative. Neg- negative Ghost Rider. Okay. You got a, you got a Bambi before we move on, Sean? That was it. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Sean's lack of Bambies is another Bambi. Add that to the list. Uh, what was our biggest story of the week in rugby league? Um, I would have thought the Roosters and Brent Morris might have been top of the list. Um, for me, it was actually yesterday or or Monday, perhaps when it dropped. Was was the this um, the goings on at Canberra behind mm. closed doors? We've just found out that Hodgson That's stood fair. down from uh, the co captaincy. George Williams wants to wants to go home. So now we consider we're putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Why they've been going no good the last few weeks? The Tarpany, yes. Um, the misses, his misses on. Well, there, there's a Bambi. Stay off. Just stay out of that. Wags and dads and mums and everyone. 
Um, oh, I hang on, let me say this. So I saw last night, you know, the highly opinionated NRL 360 show. Mm. As opinionated as any show. And I could tell even they were careful to bag the wife. No one wants to bag the wife because yeah. you don't want to shoot. Be- no, I'm sorry. You don't. <laughs> You don't put your you don't do that to your husband. You don't do that to your partner. I don't mean it's a man woman thing, but you don't do that. You don't affect your uh, partner's work like mm-hmm. that the way you did that. You, you no, nothing good can come of that. I get it. You're standing up for your partner, but nothing good can come of it. You've got to. Th- I mean, you you've just got to have a business sense mm-hmm. and think. Fair to say he won't be there next year. I, Joel, I think I think there's a chance there might be departures before the end of the year. There's something mm. now that smells, and I, we've seen in the past the Ricky Stewart sort of wear off factor, which didn't appear to be the case here at Canberra. It's a more it's a more mellow Ricky, but to have all this mellow Ricky, no, no, I, you got to say he's been, he's more mellow now um, than he used to be. Mm. The fact that he's been there for seven or eight, a uh, twenty fourteen, so this is his eighth year, and it hasn't gone sour. The Roosters went sour pretty quickly. Cronulla, Parramatta, although that was his choice. Joel, it, it, have we reached that point where? Uh, your colleague Fletch would have would have worked under Sticky, I'm guessing, at some point as a player. Have we reached that point where, yeah, well, it's 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 going it's going really bad really quickly? Uh, I I don't know. And and look, the Raider haters, well, they've called me a Raider hater. I backed them to miss the eight, and uh, people are saying, "Oh, you hate the Raiders," blah 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 blah. But you can't have them all in the eight. I don't think he's lost the dressing room because last week. They ripped in. They absolutely ripped in, and I saw that. However, I think this week we see a few clues, gentlemen. If they if they can't beat the Knights, uh, then I, you know, no Mitchell Pearce, etc. Then then you've got to have some serious concerns. I at this stage I'll, I'll side with Ricky's team. I think they're still there in the fight. Um, but boys, I love maths now, and and when people like Johnny Morris's mum gets involved and Mrs Tarpany, I say we need more of it. You know, I think it's just beautiful stuff. Yeah, because you've got three hours of radio to fill. It doesn't (laughs) do the player any good. It does them zero good. It does them zero good, and I love it. And on the slats topic as well, I think we need a new segment called Read the Room. Because seriously, (laughs) in the Tarpany situation and in the slats situation, there is zero upside in what you're doing. Absolutely zero upside. Read the room. I love it. Boys, I've got to go. Um... Anything else we'd like to chat about? Uh, is your tea time calling, is it? Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm away out here on leave, so I've got to... <laughs> All right, um, okay. Just get your thumb off the camera lens first yeah, before no. you go, can you? <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, when you do that thing with your eyes, I don't... I'm sorry, I don't... I don't... I don't buy it. I, I don't... You're off... You're off to have breakfast. All right, goodbye. Goodbye, Joel. See you, goodbye. Enjoy. Adios. Go, go the opposites. They're coming up again. <laughs> All right, and we'll have Joel's tips. Oh, can you give us... Oh, no, we'll get it in a minute. His best bet. David Fafida is my best bet. Yeah. David Fafida, how, look, he got criticised heavily last week, gentlemen. Mm. He'll be fired up, and I've already spoken about that right edge of the Tigers concerning balls at the line. He's a tap-in. I think Cody Nicarima's a big price at 450 or thereabouts to score as well. Anyway, game responsible. All right. Thank you, Joel. Well done. Enjoy Good your right. holiday. We'll see, see you next week. Um, do we think Joseph Suali is going to play this week? You sports bet people, well, you you gambling establishments, you always know these things before the rest of us. Are you pr- Well, you wouldn't pri- you, your price wouldn't be affected by Suali, but mm. do you think he's going to play? Um I don't think so. Like we've seen how ultra cautious they are being with him. I think they'll. I think Robbo will find a tap-in game to roll him out with, and I don't think this is uh, anywhere near a tap-in. Um, which, which is why it didn't surprise me. He didn't play last week up mm. in up in Newcastle either. I think he'll he'll, he'll find a, a much more suitable game where they expect it to win, and he can sort of have a little dress rehearsal. That's how I see it playing. You know what's frightening? The Roosters now have six of their best 17 out. Mm. Right? You could argue six of their best 13. But six of their best 17, are that's a third of their, their best team, and yet oh, they're going to walk into the eight, aren't they? Well, they're six yeah. and two. So, mm. But, you look, you know, with Tedesco at one, he's back this week. Josh Morris and Joey Manu still in the centres. Sam Walker flying. 
Um, Liu, Takayaho, Crichton, Radley, Warrior Hargreaves, all in the team. Mm. The no issue... established hooker. Ben Marshkey's not there. Uh, uh, he's there, but Sam Verrills is out, yeah. so he joins with a, the list. With a displaced retina, retina or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, sounds, um, that sounds brutal. The issue for me is still in... Um, at the number six position, mm. uh, that's uh, like that's not their long term solution, no. or even sorry, the short term solution for me. I don't think they can win a comp with with Hutchie at six. Um, well, Lachlan Lamb is back, back in twenty. <clears throat> I'll be fascinated how he and Walker mill together. Yeah, and, and that I, might take a little while. And I'm not sure if I'm not sure if that's the the right call. Obviously, Sam Walker. And I got clipped on on Twitter actually about not being. Um, I was on Newcastle last week, and that turned out. Appallingly, they were terrible. Um, and Walker put on another show. It's it was more. I, I think when they do face a, a really top quality team like the Storm, mm. he will get every ball will be ran at him. And I don't yeah. know if it, the, the, the Knights, I'm not sure they ran at him once. They just didn't target him at all. And that, and that's my issue with him. With ball in hand, he's obviously a gun. That's, Five try assists or something on the weekend. But it's more on the other side of the ball, which is where my concern is. And I think pairing him with Lachlan Lamb, another small body. I think that's where Hutchie sort of plays into it as well. Yeah, we talked about Canberra, and I don't think it's unraveling for Canberra. I just think they're getting old, right? But mm. um, and and maybe their runners, you know, run for now has just come to an end. I don't think they've actually gone off Ricky, um, despite the signs. But new, there's something at Newcastle that is serious. Mm. I, I, look, perhaps they're just mentally weak. And that's the problem. Anytime, basically, someone bullies them, mm. they scurry away. Well, I thought I thought they started pretty good. The first five, ten minutes, I thought, all right, they're at home. Looks like they've turned up. And then there was a couple of errors, a couple of really, really poor errors that you can't do against these top-quality teams and just go bang, bang, score, 12-0, and then they're almost out of it. Mm. What was far more concerning was the back end of the game. Yes, the game was over, but they conceded against 11 men. 11 men, disgraceful. And if you take – I'm, I'm not Mitchell Pierce's biggest fan, but he's a huge out in that team because without him, when you've got Blake Green and Kurt Mann, they've got no creativity whatsoever. And you need about four Caelan Pongers out there to get, to put anywhere near a score on the board to win a game. Um, and even last week, there, there was there was times when Ponga would be lined up on the left and they'd go right. <laughs> like, come on, play, play, to your, play and, to your one strength that's going to win you a game. And this week, they've got Mann, who's a runner at 5'8", mm. and he's been you know pretty good. When when the going's good, he's really good. And Phoenix Crossland at 7, like, they've got real, real issues mm. in, in that area. But you reminded me of something. So we talked about Newcastle Saturday night. I only saw the last 60 minutes of that game. But that was a miracle because I... And I've tweeted this, so this is public knowledge. I, I did the Canterbury Parramatta game, and I wasn't required afterwards to record anything. So basically, full time, headphones down. You know, five minutes later, I'm out of the venue, and that was at seven thirty four. I entered the car, P five, P one level five. Mm. I was at home at Randwick or Coogee in twenty two. Minutes mm. now, I put it to you: it is one of the greatest driving performances <laughs> of all time. The Van Wick, you, you compared it to. to get home in mate. People would have still been in there. Mm. I just got lucky that I got down the chute mm. and I didn't get stuck. Because if you get stuck, if you if you, it's like missing waves. It's like being at the beach and you miss a wave and you got to wait another few minutes for the next wave and then another few minutes for the next wave. I got the first wave. Now I want to give you another shout out for some amazing efforts in your calls on the weekend. You were able to get a reference to the Ginsu knife. <laughs> Yeah, that was ad-libbed. I think, I think it was. I was is the, it even called a Ginsu knife? I think, I think it is. I was trying to find the clip when... Ginsu? Uh, I, I knew and I thought, I, I want to say like a knife and then a Ginsu knife. Thank you. Well, it cuts through. Yeah. It cuts yeah. through the old boot. Yeah. And also the Hitachi uh, hot player the that, week uh, reference. Yes, I forgot that. <laughs> well done. It's not easy to get those two You almost got to mention. You're a bit, you know, it's only in those games where it's clearly going to be a blowout mm. where you can just loosen the belt a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was, if it was close, <laughs> if it was 12-all, I wouldn't have done that because, you know, you've got to pay the game. Well, you've got to pay the game respect at all times. But when it's clearly going to blow away, it was 22-4 at that point. Oh, well uh, done. I enjoyed that. Well, they, it was, might have been both. Was it in the same game? Where was the... Yeah, was it against, yeah Canterbury Paramount yeah, because yeah. the... Um, Oh, I can't remember. 
The games all meld into each other. Uh, shall we do some games? I, I, I'm very confident about two or three games this week. What about you? I I looked at this Saturday. Um, there is some unbelievable games, not in term, in terms of quality, but in the we can make some. Hey, we can make some coin. No, like very very tricky because we we got we got clubs that really need wins. Raiders taking on the Knights, Western Titans, and then Cowboys and Broncos. That that is a really tough Saturday. Um, although I think I know. All right, winners. Okay, we're going to do that right after this. Fabian Frothers, final routine in the rhythmic spillnastics. Hope you're thirsty, Australia. Change from four drinks. Don't see that often. Taking credit for his round now. Lovely point pirouette. Especially on this sticky floor. Into his trademark schooner shuffle. Extra hops. Now serve it up, son. Yes! All thriller, no spiller. Another make-it-look-easy moment from Sportsbet. Ah, Fabian. Now, if the if now these ads are obviously Is in the league. you don't like? No, I don't like him. I don't care for him. <laughs> uh, bit bit too flamboyant for me. Uh, so this is all in the build-up to Tokyo. Are you allowed to have a market? Will Tokyo happen? Well, you're probably no, not allowed to have a market. If you were to frame a market, will the Tokyo games happen? I think they absolutely will. Do you? But yeah, but because too how much sh- money. How short? How how short surprise? Dollar twenty. Dollar really? fifteen. Because there's two now. It doesn't mean every country is going to compete. Mm. Doesn't mean there's going to be a single person at these events. But it's a it's a two week television show that goes around the world. Yeah, they have to put it on. They have to put on a show. Can you imagine what the athletes' village is going to be like? It's already a cesspit at the at the best of times. With your the, mind has to go there, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does. Do you think Do you think the threat of COVID is going to stop them? <laughs> no, probably not. No, probably not. Uh, in fact, it might go the other way because they've all been trapped in their own countries. Well, for two so years. instead of you know Australians mingling with you know Senegal people, and I don't know why I picked those countries, <laughs> but it's just going to be Australians with Australians. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Maybe, maybe. Anyway, I'm, I, I don't know. It's no tapping to go. Although, when's it supposed to be? August, Ju- July. July. Ju- I think. Ju- I think like. like 21st of July opening ceremony. I'm telling you, Sean, yeah, they will get... Close to it, uh, and it will be like... Uh, we've had Olympics where the Russians weren't there, where the Americans weren't there. Yeah. I'm telling you, they will push on with this. Mm. I'll be fascinated if people watch. Like in the in the, in the the droves that they have watched in years gone by. Is it fascinated if they will watch? Yes. I'm, I, I think the Olympics has lost, in this country, a lot of its luster. Mm. Like, okay, I'll put, it'll, it'll... Look, it's... Tokyo, it's prime time here, so it's the perfect time. Slot. COVID might save it. Like, aside from Australia, a lot of um, places have been starved of any sort of competitive competition. So it, could, it might be the it might yeah. be a saviour. I'll be fascinated. Oh, I meant more Australia. I'll okay. be fascinated. Right. So we're going to get to some pretty important football games in both big codes at that time on on a Thursday night or mm. a Friday night. What the ratings will be in the second week of the Olympics, because everyone's watching the first week because everyone's excited. Mm. I'm telling you, Sean, I think the luck, <laughs> which is great because we've got the Olympics in 2032 with, we think, with South East Queensland. Has that been announced yet? When, when, no, when but I think, we're, I think we're running on the assumption that um, it will good. happen. Mm. You know, it was right. never my dream to call the Olympics. Never. Isn't that one of those things every kid dream who wants to be a call? I would I would love to do it, but I never had that burning desire. What's to, the What was the the piece of resistance for you that you wanted to call remember when Simon Fairweather in the archery in Sydney that was one I thought bloody hell I'd love to get my head around this like a, you know what I wanted a, archery. a bastard ass sport that's the sport I wanted to do of all the, of all the sports no it was that particular pick. event where I thought the 100 oh, metre fight no you'll have the archery no? There's better. There's better people than me at those. I would love to do a niche sport like the shooting. Like I was thinking, you could really make the shooting exciting mm. because you're all in. See, you know, the problem with a lot of these is they want to pretend they're there. And uh, yeah, the whisper, the, 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 the pigeons are there, <laughs> right? But you know, you imagine like Daryl Eastlake and the weightlifting. That was what Ooh. I was thinking. I mean, you could you yeah. could Daryl Eastlake any sport at the Olympics, you could make it your own, and you? make yeah. it your own. That and that was. But uh, anyway, we don't have to worry about that for about uh, a couple of months. Right, we get to round number nine of the NRL. South Sydney versus Melbourne is uh, our first game, and. We've got a couple of great games this week that have kind of been ruined a bit mm. by injuries, and and this one, 
Uh, I wouldn't say it's been ruined, Sean, but it hasn't been helped. The South Sydney back line has been decimated. You've got Stephen Masters and Tane Milne on the wings now. Braden Burns, he hasn't played in a long time, comes back into the team. So no Campbell Graham, no Adam. Well, uh, Adam Reynolds is out. Yep. Cam Murray is out. Jackson Paulo is out. Latrell Mitchell is already out, of course. So three twenty-five at the uh, head-to-head South. The tricky line, Sean. <laughs> Minus eight. Minus eight. Uh, Stadium Australia has been raining in Sydney the last couple of days. This has, and, and despite what the T-shirt says, that my jumper says, life's too short to bet the under, this, to me, has a real unders feel about it because South Sydney a little bit <clears throat> impotent in attack mm. and two pretty, well, Melbourne a very decent defensive team. So before um, last weekend, this was a toss of the coin. I think Storm might have been slight favourites, maybe because Pat was expected to come back, which yeah. he isn't. So he's still out, still a massive out. Um, I just can't get past those, certainly those three, maybe four outs, if you want to include Campbell Graham. Certainly impotent in attack. That that back line just looks nowhere near what it has been. And they've been putting on a lot of points throughout the year. My only concern is the weather. Yeah. But I think I'm going to be on Storm 13 plus here. Wow! Um, as, okay. oppo- as opposed to the line, it's a it's a bit of an each way bet. If it, if it does rain, then it probably brings South back into the game. Although we've seen um, with the six to go rules implemented, these even wet games can can sail over the mark. And I think yep. it's only 38 or something at the moment. But I'll be I'll be on the Storm. You can't take out those players from that Bunnies team and, and challenge the Storm. I have uh, ignored um, the over unders this year. I've just I've just said you know what I I've just I've lost all confidence mm. particularly mm. unders games where mm. I think this is an unders game uh, I've lost all confidence now um, the Storm have a phenomenal record against South twenty nine to five that's insane isn't it and they met in round one and the Storm blew them out of the water for the first twenty minutes and then South came roaring back off the back of Benji coming off the bench that seems so long ago that game doesn't it but. Um, uh, I'm going to take the Storm here, minus eight. Uh, Joel, in opposite world, has gone to Rabbits, <laughs> plus eight. Um, my my thing, Sean, with South is they can score a lot of points, we know that, but they will almost guarantee to have a dead patch at some point of mm-hmm. a game, whether it's at the start, whether it's at the middle, um, and they will leak points. And I think Melbourne are too good to let that uh, yep. let that go. Yeah, I agree. All right, we go to the biggest um, disparity, Penrith and Cronulla. $1.10, $7. This is at uh, uh, Penrith Stadium on Friday, 6 p.m. Again, take weather into consideration. The line as of Wednesday morning is 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Um, Cronulla are a mess. They uh, lost last week to Melbourne 40-14 to and never in the game and four losses in a row for them. Well, Penrith they, shooting for 26 out of 27. They were in the game for that first half. Oh, yes, the they were. Sorry, yes, they were. As soon as... And then... You are right. As soon as Melbourne put the foot down early in the second half, all over. it was all over. Yeah, and I think this could be an almost carbon copy of how that plays out. Um, I've, I, I'm cannot get a read on how the Sharks are going. You look at that side on paper, looks pretty good, um, but then they get beat by the Bulldogs and then concede, what was it, in the second half, 30 points to mm. six or something in that second half against the Storm. After they were, they were well in it as well, and I thought they looked really good at how they shifted the ball, but Storm, Scramble, D's just um, amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I think the something like the... The halftime, full-time flipper, something like that, could be the the way to go. Sharks, Penrith, could be in the game for a half, but okay. I think they're going to get blown out of the water. Penrith at home are just a, an absolute beast. See, I've got this feeling Penrith have been treading water for a month, right? And I think they're going to hit the go button here. Mm. I think this is a game where they could explode. Look at the last month. Um, ever since they beat Canberra 30-10, to 10, that was a thumping win. Brisbane twenty to twelve. Remember, Brisbane should have almost won yep. that game. Twenty four six over Newcastle, second gear, and then last week against Manly, that was close right till mm. the end. That was uh, they let Manly come back. Uh, it was what sixteen two, and then they let me. I, I I got a feeling we've got we're going to see a very good Penrith team, and Cronulla at the moment seem to have a mental capacity where they can be in games, but as soon as it goes wrong. 
boy, they just dropped their bundle. Yeah, these teams like Penrith and Storm, you only need to give them 15 minutes and it's 24 points. Yeah. Like, it's just unbelievable how quickly they can score points. And I think that's how it's going to play out. So, right. Penrith uh, minus the 18 for me. Uh, I like, and we'll get to the best bets later, but um, there's some try scorers to be had in this particular yep. game. Very suitable game. Joel, opposite tipping Panthers. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Friday night football, Parramatta Roosters. I still think this is a good game, uh, Sean, even though the Roosters, again, have been uh, ripped apart here. No Morris, no Verrills, no Collins. Even Tupanua is out, who's been wonderful for them. Surely this is the time Parramatta put uh, put the foot down and, and put the foot on their throats. Dollar fifty seven, Parramatta, $2.40, Bankwest Stadium. Roosters have won all five games they've played at Bankwest. A lot of those not against Parramatta. Minus four and a half is the line. That is a lot of respect, Sean Ulmerod, for a rooster side, which still looks pretty strong. But surely, if Parramatta are fair income, well, look at the eyes raised. If Parramatta are fair income, this is a game they should gobble up. Well, I don't know about that. Um, how many times in the last two years have we got odds against about the roosters, you think? You could count on one. Three or four. You could count on one hand. Yes. You? Yeah. And even with all um, all these outs, they get Teddy back this week. Like, this I is the, This is the, the luxury that they've got. And I just want to go through who... Now, if you look at Penrith, uh, Parramatta on the ladder, looks like they're flying. But they beat... Uh, the, they lapped the Bulldogs last week. Before that, it was the Broncos. The week before that, it was the Raiders. Granted, it was in Canberra, but we know there was something going on. Or oh, there has been something going on at Canberra. Um, then they were beat by the Dragons at Bank West. You've got to go all the way back to round two. Mm. The last time they played an actual contender it was a storm. Granted, they won, but they were they were bang up for that game. They, they would have been outsiders in that one. Um, I just love when I see black odds about the Roosters, and you're getting a pretty key number there. Um, four and a half. Rain in Sydney. Trent, Robbo will have a plan here in some capacity. I've got a feeling that the Parramatta might just be very, very much a flat track side. Now, see, I'm, that, that's been the case. I get a sense this year they've got a little bit more steel and I can't get out of my head the Melbourne performance over the Roosters. Roosters were similarly sort of impotent in their lineup, and yes, it was a, it's a good lineup. This would beat nine or ten teams in the comp, this lineup. But Parramatta is one of the elite. And the Roosters against South were blown apart. And then once South took their foot off, then the Roosters uh, sort of made the score much prettier. And Melbourne, not not the high point of rugby league that game. It was it was hyped and, and probably didn't match that. But Melbourne won twenty to four. The the lack of a running number nine worries me a lot. Marshkey is just finding his feet in first grade. I'm going to take Parramatta here, Sean. I know the Roosters' last four games average win of t- margin of 25 against Parramatta. When they win, it really sticks. So um, I'm going to take Parramatta here. I'm going to take Parramatta. Who's, who's opposite Joel? Joel is taking the Roosters. Oh, so he likes How'd you go last week, by the way? Uh, Forfer and a push. Yeah, so was I. Mm. Yeah, I think we all had a... And we were work. genuine. <laughs> We, we were, we were, they were our legit uh, bets. <laughs> Canberra, Newcastle. I think we're going to go down the same path here. Raiders. Uh, now, this is in Wagga. So, mm. have, they met, have they married this up with the Wagga Cup? Oh, they must have, yeah. Well I done. think they do that with Mudgee, too. They marry up whatever the big race on, on, in Mudgee is on the Sunday with a league game on the or the, or the other way around. When's Wagga? Is Wagga Cup on Sunday, is it? Must be. Let's have a look. So, uh, this game is Saturday, 3 p.m., uh, the second time the Raiders have played there, they gave it to Penrith a couple of years ago, 30-12 to 12 at McDonald's Park. And the line... Sean, that line is wrong, isn't it? Five and a half is there for the taking. Canberra, yes, they're in a, a bit of a mess. They've lost their last four. They're leaking points. Papali is back. George Williams is back. I don't know how. He did his hamstring in the warm-up last week. I don't know how he can be available. But Sam Williams is there, and I think he could do a job if he had to. Um, Newcastle. Blake Green gone. Um, so it is Kurt Mann, Phoenix Crossland at the 6 and 7. Uh, to me, this has 13-plus written all over it. Read my mind, uh, Daniel. 
I was a bit concerned initially early in the week when this stuff came out about you know potential unhappy dressing room, but I do I do think you're right. They haven't they haven't really laid down no. Canberra. They, they've they've still been they've still been putting in. I think this is a very very suitable game. Had a look at the the weather. It's a dry track in Wagga. It looks like for mm. Saturday afternoon. This is a very suitable game to to tick one off against a, a Knights team. I don't know where they get their points from. That is, it's just so, and we've used the word impotent a few too many times uh, so far, but that's exactly what it is. Without without Pierce um, in that side, I just I can't see where they get points from. So what about this? There's a stat on our screen for those watching KO. So Canberra have blown three half-time leads this year. So they're a first half to, but Newcastle, have their record when they trail at half-time in the last two years, 0-23. With a draw, so don't don't you 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 you're taking some faith if you go the Canberra Newcastle halftime full time double. So Canberra for you, Canberra for me. Yep. Joel must agree because he's gone the Knights. <laughs> right, we go to Saturday five thirty. Campbelltown, Campbelltown. We still play football there, do we? Oh, well, West Tiger. Hang on, West Tigers treat this. They treat they treat Campbelltown. Like a one-hour motel. <laughs> Roosters round two, Gold Coast round nine, Canterbury round twenty-five. A one-hour motel. That's it. What do you bother playing? Why do you bother playing there, West Tigers? If you oh. if you're going to disrespect Can- and they do it every year, they do it every year. I would suggest, Sean, they they got half their games in S- Campbelltown. Let's for the purpose of this call it not Sydney. Let's call it Campbelltown. That area should get six games a year. The other six in Sydney, so at Bankwest, you only need one or two at Light. You don't need three or four at Leichhardt. Mm. Okay, it's a nostalgia game. You play it once a year, maybe twice. Sunday afternoon, everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Okay, do it early in the year when the weather's nice, sun's shining. That's all you need. And and, and therefore, you're not... You watch, there'll be no crowd at this game. There'll be no crowd at this game. Why would they turn up to see a team that's two and six and they don't feel as part of the area? Mm. Anyway, that's my... Uh, well, Saturday, 5.30. Saturday, 5.30. Dodgy weather. Um, <coughs> mm. Titans. What has happened to them? First five weeks, they conceded 14 tries. Last three, they've conceded 18. They are the favourites for this game, though. Uh, the line, as we go to air, four and a half. If you want the Titans, you've got to give up four and a half. <coughs> They do, Sean, get to big Tino back. They do, but bad favourites that we've seen this year. Every time they're expected to turn up, they don't. Um, I don't actually have the stats offhand, but I, I, I will go back and have a look at them, how they are against the against the line when they are favourites. I think it's pretty bad this year. Well, they were bad last week. <clears throat> mm. Well, for the first 15, they looked all right. <laughs> um, and now Corey Thompson's out, who's probably been their best, um, their best outside back this year. So they might lose a bit of strike there. It, it pure, I'm tipping West purely for the reason that Titans are just a bad, a, a bad favourite side. I couldn't go near a minus there, and I actually think the this is probably close to a to a pick'em game. To be honest, I think West might have found a little bit of mojo last week after that little bonding session and win, get a bit of confidence. Um, Isan Masters has been signed. I got a feeling he's going to play in the number four jersey for the Titans. So, so three games at the Cowboys this year, and hasn't played for a while. So Bo Firma is named at the uh, in the centres for Gold Coast. I can see Masters being... If they've rushed him in like this, I think mm. they've got a plan. So I'd imagine he's going to be at the number four role. I just can't see a Tiger side holding out Tino and Fafita close to the line. And they're going to, they're going to have enough chances. That's the issue. So I'm going to take Titans, but like you, with little faith. Um, Fafita, double... To me, six dollars fifty might be value. Mm. When he scores, he scores in clumps. When he doesn't, when 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 he when he's nowhere to be seen, he's really nowhere to be seen. Mm. Well, hey, hey, Arnold referred to it before when he when he called in. Um, he's been slammed for his performance last week. I think really? Not, well, maybe not slams a little bit strong, but he didn't really turn up, did he? No, but look, he's got to go and find the ball when the ball's not coming to him. We understand that, but at the same time. It's not his fault they were twenty-two nil up and coughed mm. it up. 
We go to the remember this game used to be a Friday night special. Um, uh, this was the game you would change your plans for: North Queensland versus Brisbane. Well, it's still Saturday night prime time, so it's still got some luster. Dollar fifty four, dollar fifty four Cowboys. Two dollars <laughs> fifty Brisbane. First ever game at this stadium was last year. Brisbane won twenty eight twenty one. That's right. Um, first meeting this year. The line is five and a half. The Cowboys have lost Ben Hampton. That's been a handy combination, Drinkwater and Hampton. So Jake Clifford, Newcastle bound, comes into the uh, North Queensland lineup. Jarvid Bowen is back. Justin O'Neill is out. Broncos, uh, pretty familiar looking side. Tyson Gamble, he's back with Anthony Milford. Whatever you think of the Broncos, you've got to say, well, that's that, that combination at least worked for a week. Mm. I like Brisbane. This is impossible, this game, isn't it? How, how, how could you confidently got... wager money on this game? Because um, huh? I don't rate the Cowboys. <laughs> no, nor do I, but Broncos away from Suncorp, they've, they, they've been terrible. They, they, they seem to find a way to turn up at home, even though they've been, they've been lapped there a couple of times. Um, I, think, I think the angle here is you just want to back a lot of points. Yes. For, and forget about the normal... Don't just worry about the dollar ninety over forty four and a half. No, this is go a... for go for sixty plus or something like oh, that. I think that's the, you. I think that's the angle. Um, this is a, this is a same game multi special. This one isn't it? Mm. Oh so, yeah. So yep. you throw in your your uh, your Kyle Feltz, your Herbie Farnworth, yep. your Xavier Coates, um, probably Benny Condon. Mm-hmm. He scores nearly every he week anyway. For fun. Yep. Um, I'm, I'll have to bet that now that I've said that. <laughs> Shook's backed him four weeks in a row. I think he's won each week. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean just the way of the home side. Yeah, it's five, it was five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. What do you think that line's gonna do? I I honestly have no idea. Because that gets to six and a half, it changes everything. I'm gonna mm. take Brisbane anyway, but it, that that changes everything. Yeah, I like I, I like having the six on my side for the for the Cowboys. I, I think it might. Has been a little trickle of money for them earlier. I think it might creep up before it goes the other way. Okay. I think. But. Okay. All right. Uh, and Joel, opposite Joel. By the way, Joel went for the Titans uh, against uh, Tigers. <laughs> and he's gone for the Cowboys. Opposite Joel has gone for the Cowboys. Opposite Joel. Uh, the Broncos. Right. We get to Sunday football. Warriors seem to play a lot of Sunday 2 p.m. games. Or is that just me? They're playing Manly at Brookie. These sides met only a month ago. Manly, that was the start of their run. Terrible game, and they found a way to win. That was pre-turbo. Now they're warm favourites, $1.47. $2.70. Turbo's 100th game. Uh, and the line is oh, six and a half. Six and a half. So it's trickled up. It was six mm. uh, last night. It's gone up to six and a half. Manly at uh, home... <clears throat> They're on a losing streak at Brookvale. The last home game was mudgy, so we don't count that. Um, they've got a shocking record in wet weather as well, which this may well be. This, What you think about the Cowboys-Broncos, Sean, is what I think about yeah. this game. I think this is impossible to pick because there's a lot to like and a lot to dislike about the way these sides are going. Mm. No, I was going to butter up again and just say this game is, is borderline impossible to pick. Two really depleted... Um, packs with all the injuries. Marty Tapau's out. Josh Alloway's out. Mm. Um, and Fanil Blake still out for the Warriors. Ben Murdoch Masilla, he's out as well. So big loss. Um, if if it's dry here, I think with the with, with such depleted packs, then we might see some footy being played here. And I think it probably um, lends itself to Manly more so than the Warriors, who have seemed to have changed their style of the old school Warriors under Nathan Brown, a little bit more conservative. Mm. Um, if it's if it's dry, I think this really sets up for a for a manly team who, with Turbo back, have, have really found their found their feet. I don't, although I don't six and a half, I don't I don't love. I, I think I'm going to have to take the six and a half on principle because I really uh, am struggling to, to separate separate these teams. Uh, you're right about the completion rates. Um, although last week it was down to seventy percent for the uh, Warriors, but the week before eighty two ninety eight. So. Uh, perhaps they are a little bit. Ili Katoa's back. That's a good in for the Warriors. Is it enough to change the tip? Probably not, but it is handy. I'm going to go with the Warriors with the insurance of six and a half. Didn't score a point in the second half last week against That the, was an odd game. Yeah. Over 44 and a half I was on as well. So was Cam, the uh, oh, producer no. here. So and what did it finish? 28? 
What a finish. Uh, 24-20. Oh, you got there? No, no 44 no, no, and a no, half. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, dear. Yeah, man. And how long was it stuck at 24-24? Uh, I think we had 15 minutes up our sleeve oh. to, to score a point. Anyway, that's as your jumper says, I'm just going to stick with it. It's too short to back the under. So, Right. Uh, opposite Joel is tipping Manly. What are you saying? You're saying Manly? Yeah, Manly. And I'm me. saying Warriors. Uh, Joel's going for the Cowboys in the previous game. I think I said that. Right. The final game of the round. Cogra. Another tricky one. Dragons, Bulldogs. Um, as I said, Cogra. Dragons don't have a great record there. They lost uh, their last outing there, I'm pretty sure. Yes, they did to the Warriors, 20 to 14. Dollar 28, 375. Last year, Canterbury gave the Dragons a lot of trouble. In fact, one of Canterbury's three wins was against the Dragons, and the other one finished 22 18. I've got a feeling Canterbury might have led that 22 10, and Dufty might have gone berserk at the end. Mm. Anyway, 10 and a half. It's a fat line which is what you'd expect for the Bulldogs. Here's my query on the dogs, um, Sean Ormerod. Every loss they've had has been over 10.5, and, a half, and yeah. that's what worries me. Dragons are clearly on a downer. They've lost their last three. They can only score one try against West Tigers. If you can only score one try against West Tigers, you've got some attacking issues. 10 points the week before, 14 points the week before that. Um, so... I. I I'm flummoxed here. No Zach Lomax. That's a huge loss. So at mm. the moment, Tyrell Fuimayono, a makeshift centre. He can do that job. But it does take away some spark. I I tend to like Canterbury with the the line here. I, I don't trust them to win the game, but I, I tend to think 10.5 might be a nice little gift. It takes away some goal kicking. Um, That's true. As well. I, think, I think Lomax goes, goes at a pretty high clip. So... I think Corey Norman might kick there, who which I, I don't it's really tricky. love. So there, there might be a little angle there if you do like the Bulldogs. And I, and I do. I, I can't see, similar to last week, whether I think the Dragons went off the same price here against West Tigers. They don't deserve to be this price against anyone the way they're, the way they're going. If they lost three in a row, well, might be four in a row now. Three in a row. Um, I, I think they have to three win. Three in a row for the Dragons. I think they have to win ugly before they really lap someone. Even though this is probably the most suitable I've game. Got a fe- oh, now, I've got that feeling, Sean, this is going to be the game where mm. they actually hit their stride. It's like, this, this is the, um, it's a funny game to have a statement game, but it's like, we've lost three in a row. We have to get a win. We have yeah. to we have to bury a team, and, and this might be the one. Bulldogs do have a habit of playing teams back into form, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's too big for a, for a team that's going no good. So I'll, I'll, be, on the, I'll be on the doggies. And I thought Canterbury... Like, you know, okay, it's like a horse that finishes eighth, but they were last at the turn. They stuck yeah. on. Mm. You know, they were, I thought there was something something to like about the way they didn't completely fall apart against... I mean, they were down 22-0 five minutes into the second against Parramatta. That had 50-0 written all over it, yep. and they stuck on. So they, they are still, uh, you know, playing with a degree of honesty. We got our best bets right after this. Another Thursday. Same focus. Same commitment. What you see on TV comes from elite average work down the driveway. Morning, Edna. So when I want to place a fast and easy same-game multi, I use Sportsbet. More markets, more offers and bigger odds. I'm Gary Flynn, wheelie bin champion, and I make it look easy with Sportsbet. Uh, Were you saying, Sean Omerod, that... Um the same game multi is now basically the most popular bet you have at sports bet. Mm. Punters love this it. This only existed. This only came into existence what two, three years ago. Probably, yeah, four. I reckon four years ago now, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. And I think it. I think the AFL used to be more popular in terms of percentage of money wagered on the same game. NRL has usurped it right by, by far. Now is is it even, always try scorers? <clears throat> Yeah. It's just basically grouping up try scorers. Yeah. And like rugby league's made for a same game yeah. multi. And some of the games that we've seen this year, and you said it in the Cowboys Broncos game, that is just designed yeah. for any time try scorer, same yeah. game multi. Now, uh, people have been sending in the um, Wall of Home for Wall of Shame. None have stood out to me, I've got to say, that have said Wall of Shame. One person had an 11 per, uh, bet multi that died on the Dragons last week. And he said, "That's well, no, it's not Wall of Shame because that's a bad pick. Okay, mm. we're all on the Dragons, but um, that's not unlucky. I've seen a couple who might have had Nico Hines 
anytime try scorer. Yes. From that quick tap, which was brought back. Oh, see that this I didn't see mm. because I was getting ready for the next that's game. So, bad, but so okay, so that's the type of thing. Unlucky. We're getting a lot of them now with p- players scoring tries, and then a minute later, mm. we've got to go back and look at that. Um, by the way, Joel opposite Joel went for the dragon, so I think we've covered all his uh, at the line tips. Right, let's go best bets, and no surprise with Joel Kane. This is not an opposite bet. This is very much a Joel Kane bet. Joel believes David Fafita anytime try scorer at two dollars. So that is the Joel best bet. And his theory is, and he won't mind me saying, he's going to run at Adam Dewey. Mm-hmm. He's on the Dewey side, and Dewey is susceptible. I would go further, Sean. I would say Fafita a double at six dollars fifty might present some good value. Yep, and he's been seeing him very, very well this year. Shuggy's anytime try what watches a lot of tape these days. Does a lot of research. I know. With the, yeah, with defensive lines. Do you think and he's got coaching and... ambitions. Um. Don't know about ambitions, but I think he enjoys it. Yeah, he does a, does some good work with the touch with the with the touch team that the kids these kids play for. Like you could see him being a uh, um, uh, an assistant coach, like an mm. assistant assistant coach, where he's he's just looking at opposition tape mm. and a little consultant maybe. Yeah, mm. the ever, the dream for everyone. Sean, yes. let's go to your best bet, please. Well, my best bets haven't been going too well, and I'm 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 sort of falling away um, from the leaderboard that Jav. Keeps a keeps a tally off. I think we're all we're all in the black. Oh, easily, yeah, aren't we? easily. But I'm I'm, I'm coming last. We're okay. still in front. But we're coming last. So we get. I've got a bit of catching up to do. But I love. But that's the perfect scenario that mm. we're all in the black. I don't care exactly. who's first or last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I touched on when you see the Roosters, um, even with all their injuries, when their odds against you, just have to back them. I'm going to double it up with. Uh, West Tigers as well, just to fatten it up. I'll be back in both singles, but get in a multi as well. Titans, terrible favourites. You've got the West Tigers as the last leg of a best bet. Mm. It's only a two-legger. But you're missing the point. <laughs> you're depending on the West Tigers to get you over the line. That's how I live my life. All right. I'm going grey. And I'm this path is well-worn for me, but it seems to be working, so I'm going again. And uh, what a shame I didn't make... My South bet last week, my best bet, I think I said Gagai and Johnson, it was five yep. bucks. A lot of people took it, apparently, so well done. Um, Toto Burton Crichton to all score in the same game against the Sharks, $7. Oh, how easy is that? $7. That seems – there's something not mm. right about that, is there, in there? Burton was a bit off last week. Uh, uh, well, he didn't see much of it, but um, if they get going against the Sharks, $7 looks pretty fat. Mm. All right, we're just about done. Beautiful. It's been it's been a pleasure, Sean. We got through. We did an hour. Is that an hour? Nearly an hour. Fifty minutes, something like that. Jesus. There, there you we go. go. Now I'm off next week. I'll be I'll be doing the same thing as Joel. Um, we'll just get your camera in order, can you? Yeah, I'll sort that out. Yep. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll even have a professional <laughs> microphone. Where are you but off to? Cairns. Ah. I've got, it's magic round, so I'm taking a few days of course on it is. and then flying back down to Brisbane for the big uh, for the big weekend. So, whatever you do, you can say it as we say goodbye. Uh, Gamble responsibly, everyone.